Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello, and welcome to this glorious mess. The mother's group in your ears where judgment is left at the door. That's my nice voice. (laughs) This is our sleep time voice. This is my I'd like a discount on my phone bill voice. What? Sounds like a phone sex operator voice. (laughs) It might be that too. I'm Lee Campbell. (laughs) I'm so excited for today. One of my favourite guests, Dado. Yes, he's my favourite guest. And he was a guest on my childless holiday the other week. What do you mean? Yeah, well, I'm lying there. Quite a few pina coladas deep, let me tell (laughs) you. On our first night having just arrived by the pool and in the distance I see this man who looks surprisingly like Mr Dado walk past but because I've only seen Dado in the flesh a few times when yes. we've been in the studio I wasn't quite sure and then <laughs> and I the was, pina coladas and the pina coladas and and then I was like what if it's one of the brothers you know <laughs> like I don't know there's so many of you so I'm sitting there and I'm like hey but also like Maybe I could just palm it off as me just being a really friendly person if it's not him, (laughs) just a friendly drunk woman by the pool. Or if it is him, he'll be like, oh, hey. And it was him. And he was like, oh, hey. And he knew who you were. (laughs) Oh, well, I kind of had to be like, Tegan, how are you? I'm like, yeah. Today we're having Dado back. You guys love when we get Andrew Dado on the show. He talks all things parenting. He's got three grown-up kids and he is hilarious. So today we're going to chat about how to have, oh, I nearly read how to have sex, but it's actually how to have the sex talk with your tween, thankfully. And then, of course, our nails and fails of the week. Andrew Datto, welcome back to the show. Before we get into today's topic, you (laughs) saw a strange mother waving at you by a pool recently. (laughs) May or may not have been slightly intoxicated. Now, you seem fine. (laughs) Good, good. I didn't have my glasses on and it's sort of weird. (laughs) You're with your husband and then these two other guys who are plumbers and I'm like, oh, "Oh, right, so the new conferences come in. (laughs) This sounds like the start of a movie I I watch sometimes. He thought I was a plumber at the plumbers conference. And he goes, Dad, I? And I went, Natalie? (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of children, we all have several, and we want to talk, Andrew Datto, about the talk, the sex talk. Mm. You have three adult children. Can you help us on our way? We're still a while away, but what age, roughly, does the talk happen? Okay, so I just checked in with my 21-year-old, and she doesn't recall a specific talk, but lots Mm. of talking. And not really about the mechanics of sex because from the year seven, they've got a phone and then they can look up stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm guessing they do. When we were kids, for instance, the stretchers had a shipping container as a storage thing in their backyard and there was definitely stick mags in there, 
right? So <laughs> so we'd go in there and go, and we didn't even know what we were looking at, but we're going through the pictures, going. <laughs> or you just knew you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> we just knew there was something that we didn't have. You know, they'll find their own access to it, but it was more about the process and consent, things like that. Ah, okay. And do you think you got in on time? I feel like in my house I had the conversation Too after the deed was done. <laughs> but times are different now. Aren't you meant to be having it like early on? Like, you know, well, certainly yeah, consent. I would think so. And boys and girls equally as important that they should actually understand that, you know, yes is yes and no is no and yes. then sometimes yes is no, like, you know. And they've just brought that in as a compulsory thing in school now. Well, that's what one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Dado, with three kids that have gone through school, how much do you think it is the responsibility of sex education at school and how much should it happen at home? Well, your morality comes from the home, not from the school. Yeah. Your moral compass is definitely set around your dinner table, surely. With consent, isn't that moral hasn't got anything to do with it? It's like no is no and yes is yes. Mm. That's where you understand that you have a right to, to believe in what you believe in. Right, okay, yeah. You know? And then okay. so school, basically you have the puberty talk. So often the parents go off for the puberty talk, they take yep. the kids and that's literally it. I remember just kind of being vaguely told what roughly sort of happens. Mm. But for me, after the first time it happens, I thought it was done. My boyfriend said the next week, do you want to do that again? And I was like, again? I've done it. <laughs> and then I realised it was Are you talking all... about your boyfriend at the time or your husband? My boyfriend at the time. I mean, yeah, I still go with that. But, but I feel like what was maybe missing yeah. was the literal logistics. Yeah. Personally, I think it would have been great to know some of the logistics because there's always that kid. It's, remember the kid at school and he goes, no, nah, mate, what you do is this, right? So, <laughs> so you know, and they've got no idea. And then you yeah, go into it. You know? yeah, yeah, how would you? You're 12 as well. And I think I was 16 or 17 and I still didn't really know. I kind of knew. And then you're mm. nervous. Like imagine if you actually had some sense of something happens before that, you know, like there's maybe some prep would be good, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so no one's actually telling you how to be good at it either. Like so as a parent, yeah. it's not as though we sit down with our kids and be like, oh, you know what yeah. he or she and would really pleasure like. pleasure is important. Pleasure, And that it's yes. not shameful and that it's an enjoyable thing. But I mm. cannot for the life of me imagine having that conversation with my mum. So how am I going to have that with my son that sex should feel good and for both parties. I think I can help, right? So what Jackie oh. said to me once with regards to having two beautiful daughters was that she said, you know, all the stuff that you're worried about, so girls being, you know, involved and doing things and she goes, it's fun for us as well. Mm. Don't go thinking just because you're getting your rocks off, we're not getting our rocks off. It starts sort of like with the first kiss. It's like, how amazing. Like, remember yep, you know, the yeah. movies and you're sitting like this and, and they're, touch oh, they touch your, your hand. Yeah, and you're they like, touch oh, your oh my God, they touch your hand. It's like, it's touch- we drank from the same Coke can. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know, so all that stuff. So I think there should be an element of fun and definitely a sense of, you know, what's right and wrong. I mean, maybe that's the thing to say. It should be fun and joyous. And when your moment finally comes, you know, if you can find a way to enjoy it, that might be good. Boys and girls. Yes. Boys and girls. I think that's important. Oh. And lastly, it's an icky conversation. Let's just face it. It's probably awkward for the kid, but it's still awkward for the parent. But it's yeah. important, right? We've got to push through the ick. Mm-hmm. So how do we do that? You're the expert. It's a constant conversation. So like it starts sort of early, like when something comes up, how are you going with your boyfriend? Is it true that you're interested in such and such? And then just try and have a normal conversation and the old-fashioned side-by-side. Don't look at okay. them. Okay. Do not yeah. don't sit them down <laughs> do seriously. Not look at them. <laughs> do not As the look. sun's going down, fire's going, you go, oh, yeah. So what are you reckon about? Checked. Or, you know, I don't know. <laughs> 
Andrew Detter, a wealth of knowledge. As always, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Andrew. Oh, thanks for having me. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Nails and fails, Tegan. I need help from the TGM community. My delinquent toddler will not stay in his car seat. What do I do? Like, has he ever? No, but it's getting worse now. So as soon as I buckle him in and I get around to my side, he just goes flip, flip, pop, done. So he knows how to undo his buckle. Yes, and a lovely mum on Instagram told me to put a piece of Velcro on it because they don't like touching the Velcro. Oh, yeah. opens it. Oh, my God, I wish my kids knew how to open the buckle. Then I wouldn't have to unbuckle three out all the time. And you know what? I must say I got a bit lax. It's so naughty. I would like quickly pull over and do it a few times. But then on Instagram I saw this horrific thing about this child who was not restrained properly. I need to know how to keep my child in the car seat. So maybe we need to research a thingy. Like is there a thingy that will stop him from unbuckling or is there a threat that might work? Have you tried the policemen? Because the policemen work for me. If the police don't see you with your seatbelts on. I said they'd take mummy away. Then you have to go to the police station. Yeah, but But you'd probably be excited. I know you're not meant to scare them with the police. Because they need to think the police are approachable in case they're like kidnapped. Totally. But I always say because the police catch the bad guys. Yeah. But if you don't have your seatbelt on, then you're the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Look, my fail is definitely trying to keep my child in the car seat. That's a tough one. He's literally Houdini. Like I wouldn't be surprised if I turn around and he was on the roof racks. Like Surely there's other mums who have had a problem. I reckon there's a gadget that from saying this we're going to like like fix handcuffs. The, fix the community. I could get little <laughs> handcuffs. Handcuffs. That's not a bad idea. And just tie Toy his ones. hands behind his head so and he I'll can't say, undo yes, the buckle. We're playing police officers and I'll handcuff him. <laughs> there we go. What's your? Oh, he's a better idea. Just leave him at home. Take <laughs> yes, him nowhere. Totally. So you're on the bus now, mate. Do you have a fail? I do. Of course I have a fail. That's <laughs> me we're talking about. Yeah. You know what? This isn't really about parenting, but pre-COVID I was trying to plan a girl's trip Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're all mums and you're like, oh, we never see each other anymore, let's do a girl's trip. Mm. So I'm the dumb dick that decided to plan. You're the Nicole. The Uh, Nicole is the planner. Oh, yeah, I'm so Nicole, whoever she is. I'm Nicole. I planned it, did a great thing, COVID hit, didn't it? Mm. So then a year later, we couldn't get a refund, you have to reschedule. I've rescheduled it three times. I'm throwing my hands up in the air and I'm throwing it down the drain because you know what? No, girls' trips. Also, I'm people not... get pregnant. They yeah. have newborns. I don't think your friends are very nice. You've got three toddlers. You should not be the one planning. You should be the one attending with the wine. No, I love it. And I even had like goodie bags prepared. I went all out. I was like so crazy. Well, and I then just literally invited the week before you to a girls' weekend with my main group yes. that you're friends with as well, which has so... worked out well because it's replaced that one. Well, can now. you bring the goodie bags? They're personalised, so it might have other people's names. <laughs> I'm on happy them. to be Sarah. Who cares? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. That No, that's okay. But it's just saying how like because it didn't go ahead in COVID, within a year people have literally in that group have had babies or are now pregnant. So now it's like it went from 12 to 6 to 20. Like it's just too hard. Too hard basket. Harder than my three toddlers to be honest with you. So I'm ditching it. How about a nail? Have you got a nail? Yes, my nail goes against every parenting Instagram account 
on Instagram. Okay. But it worked. I'd lied and bribed my child into eating broccoli. So he's obsessed with getting big and strong. Obsessed. Oh. But we'll only eat fried rice, chicken nuggets, anything kind of white and beige. <laughs> and then I don't even know where we were because I've kind of sort of stopped offering broccoli because I'm just sick of eating leftover broccoli. Yeah. Somehow there was broccoli on his plate. And he was just talking because he doesn't stop talking. He was like, mommy, I'm getting bigger. And I was like, if you eat that broccoli, you'll actually be bigger by morning. And he's like, I will. And I was like, yeah, yeah you will be bigger in the morning. So then <sighs> 6.30 rolls around, mommy. I go in the morning. He goes, am I bigger? <sighs> and I'm like, yes. Oh, my God, you are so much bigger. So then that night, mommy, I want broccoli. He's been Stop. asking for broccoli for a fortnight straight. He does not forget a thing, your son. Oh, mate, he's an <laughs> elephant. But it's so good because this lie, which I know you're not supposed to do and you're not supposed to like put weight on food and you're meant to let them eat whatever, I know, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that he's eating like a nutrient-dense green mm. vegetable most evenings. Holy moly. I'm taking that as a nail. I don't care. Oh, absolutely that's a nail. But he just is obsessed with uh, looking in the mirror and being bigger. It's bigger and stronger. Bigger and stronger and I taller like daddy. Great... And then he goes, I'm stronger than daddy and I'm yep. like yeah because daddy eats lots of broccoli that's yeah, why exactly. daddy's so strong so if you come over and our drawer is full of broccoli <laughs> you'll understand why because I know in a fleeting minute it's going to be over yeah well actually my nail is quite similar because oh. coming into winter porridge is a great mm. little winter breakfast like hot oats yeah thing. yeah like these days you can get like the pre-flavoured ones mm. you know like the banana and honey the or the cinnamon and brown sugar whatever that I the fruit and berries right porridge with Alexander Oh, Yum. my gosh. So, like, I love porridge. My kids do too. I used to feed it to them when they were little. Yeah, like, like baby, baby. Yeah. yeah, me too, but I've not done and it I in toddler. And I forgot all about it. And then the other day I got it. And then Banjo, the same as Alex with the broccoli, he's like, oh, I want porridge because I love it so much. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Yes. When you, like, get something that's better than Cocoa Pops and Fruit yes, Loops. Yes, like, oats. finally something that's, like, actually relatively good for you. Very. Oats are very good for you. You've changed yeah. my life. I'm going home to make yeah. oats. Like, I must say, I probably get the most unhealthiest form of oats because I get the cinnamon and yeah, yeah, the pre yeah. But you know what ones. you should do? Do the normal ones and get just a bit of maple syrup. That's yeah. better for them and it's still really sweet and yummy. Yeah, they love it. Oh. And a bit of banana on top. Oh, and yeah, it a bit all of a strawberry gourmet. Oh, gourmet, basically a buffet right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it for this glorious mess. Please do get in touch with us at tgm at mamamia.com.au and be sure to join our parenting group, Mamma Mia Parents, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. If you love the show, the best thing you can do is become a Mamma Mia subscriber. Mamma Mia subscribers get access to every podcast, exclusive videos and all the great articles on Mamma Mia. It only costs $5.75 a month, which is less than a large coffee or a small coffee if you get oat milk. If you believe in women's media, if you believe in a purpose-driven media company like Mamma Mia, whose core purpose is to make the world a better place for women and girls, please see the link in our show notes. This episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson. See you next week. Bye.